0: Hello and welcome to the Antelope Island State Park podcast. My name is Trish and I am the park naturalist at Antelope Island State Park. So as we have mentioned in past episodes, taking care of this park and our visitors requires a lot of help. (laughs) And some of that help comes from students of the several nearby universities. Uh, One such student was uh, Noel who spent last fall on the naturalist team. I asked Noel to tell us about his experience after his service was finished. So here is Noel.
1: Hello everyone, my name is Noel. I'm an intern at Antelope Island State Park and actually just finished my internship in December, but I'm still planning on doing some projects there in the future. So Trish wanted me to answer some questions for you guys. Um, So without further ado, let's get started. So the first question Trish had for me was, what school did I attend? So I attended the University of Utah. I actually graduated in December and my major was environmental and sustainability studies with an emphasis in land management and conservation which tied really nicely into my internship. So what that degree focuses on, uh, there's you know the big picture, you're looking at global climate change and then you can also look at things more on a local level where you have topics such as environmental justice issues, land management case studies, and lots of environmental history. Of course, the degree also had a lot of fundamentals where you're taking math classes, environmental science courses. You're also taking GIS courses, of course, if you want to. Uh, Lots of statistics courses you can take in GIS. Um, But some of the most interesting classes were probably intro meteorology classes, biology classes, and history classes. The next question Trish had for me was, what do I want to be when I grow up? Well, my dream job is to become a park ranger and hopefully someday move into a conservation officer position. That's currently not possible for me since I'm not a U.S. citizen. I mean, I'm probably going to start out right now with some office jobs, or hopefully I can find another park naturalist position like what Trish is doing here at the park until then. But that is definitely my dream job would be patrolling parks and someday helping with game conservation. This is actually what got me into the field of sustainability is being in law enforcement for parks, I think that would be really cool. It seems like it's the most hands-on position where I'd be making a direct difference in conservation. Now, moving on to my project at Antelope Island. So I did guided hikes, and that was my internship pretty much. So it was pretty cool. You know, for an internship, I went hiking twice a week, which was really nice. I started off with some shorter hikes, and then I moved on to longer hikes. A couple of the short hikes I did were Ladyfinger Point and Buffalo Point and the longer hikes i did were lakeside trail and white rock loop so Lady Finger Point and buffalo point those are i'd say under a mile and then the longer hikes were five to seven miles then there was also some really steep hikes i did dually knob spur was one of them i only got to do that hike a few times before the trailhead was closed later in the season but that was definitely one of my favorites and probably one of the favorites of my hikers because you get to see some really good views and the hike is not very long it's just a little steep is all So why did I do the Guided Hike program? Well, obviously, it was an internship requirement, so that was the main reason. But my objective of the program was to educate the public not only on the beauty of the surrounding wilderness, but also on how it's affected by climate change and our resource-intensive society. It's very clear to see when you're hiking Antelope Island in the summer or in the fall that there's not a lot of water. It's really dusty. Um, You can see a ton of pollution from from the hikes higher up. Uh, so, it's it's a great place to see really beautiful nature, but at the same time, you can also see a lot of what's wrong with Utah's resource consumption. Obviously, I didn't just stand up on a soapbox and talk about conservation the whole time as much as I wanted to. A lot of it was just talking about the bison, the antelope, the history of the park, the rocks, how old they are, all those fun little facts. And I tried to sprinkle in a little bit of um, conservation facts when I could. and drive that point home without talking too much about it because you know these hikes could be two, four hours long and that can be a little bit much for somebody who's not majoring in the topic like I am. So I tried to keep it light, but also my hikers, I would say most of them left with a little bit of a sentiment of, of what needs to be done in Utah with water conservation, other things, while still learning a lot about the island and a lot about the wildlife. The next question Trish had for me was what worked and what hasn't in regard to my internship? I think everything went really smoothly. The only thing that I probably could have done better was advertising for the hikes. I probably could have done more advertising on social media, on the parks, social media page, my own social ring friends and family. Um, because of the way my schedule works, I work full-time and studied full-time, so I couldn't really... I only had certain days I could hike, and those were weekdays. So didn't always have the most people showing up. I did a lot of hikes alone. So I would say if you can fit it in your schedule, try doing your hikes on the weekends and do a little bit more advertising on social media. I thought I would get a lot more people showing up. We had parks, uh, we had signs all around the park. Um, so I figured that would be enough, but I only had a few hikers on each hike. So definitely a little bit better with advertising the hikes, I would say. This did work to my advantage a little bit because I only had a few hikers on each hike. They could ask all the questions they wanted, and there was plenty of of time for us to talk about every little minute detail we wanted to about the island, about conservation, if it came up in in the conversation. So that was also kind of nice at the same time. Not having massive groups allowed me to really go into detail with the hikers instead of just really touching the surface of topics. So I guess it was a little bit more quality over quantity, if you want to put it that way, even though it was just happenstance, didn't really plan it that way. Now, the next question Trish had for me was, what am I taking away from the project? I think the biggest thing I'm taking away from the project was, well, obviously the experience and the connections I made and the connections I made with hikers. It was really nice to be out in the field, getting a feel for what people know about conservation, what they know about the nature that's around them. A lot of times people will go on a hike and it's just for exercise. It's not necessarily to look at rocks and birds and and bison. So... That's probably the biggest takeaway I had was getting a feel for the field, getting to meet Trish, the park naturalist, getting to meet park management, getting to meet the biologist. That was all really cool. And I felt like I made a lot of really great connections. And I also got to get a really good feel for how people perceive the outdoors and how they look at conservation. So that was really interesting to kind of pick people's brains when it was just me and one hiker sometimes. So that was a lot of fun. The next question Trish had for me was, what did I love about the... I really liked hiking twice a week. That was really cool. Um, but besides that, it was really nice. It was a good feeling to to get a grasp of all the concepts that I was trying to put together. And when they all, all kind of came together and I started doing my first hikes, being able to share all that I had learned about the island was really nice. It was amazing to me how much there was to know about just one state park. There's so many facts and there's so much history and there's so many different rocks and animals to learn about that i felt like i really learned a lot just doing this internship just about this you know small ecosystem on the island so that was really cool that's probably my favorite part about the internship was how much i learned and being able to share that with other people and seeing their interest when i could share that information that i had learned now my last question is advice to future interns more specifically what would august now at the start of my fall semester say to to me now at the end of the semester. I would say don't be so nervous. It can be intimidating taking on a project even if it's something as simple as a guided hike program. So people are gonna be very nice, very accepting, and you know a lot more than you think you do coming into this field or coming out of it like I am. Just having the interest in the subject already gives you a step up. So I would say don't be so nervous, don't have any anxiety about it because it's gonna go pretty smooth. Even if nobody shows up to your hikes, you're still gonna be able to hike around, talk to visitors, and everybody's at a beautiful state park. So everybody's in a great mood and they're all happy to talk to you and hear about what you have to, to talk about. So it, it's gonna go well. If you have any troubles at all, Trish, the park naturalist, she is the nicest person you'll ever meet and she'll be happy to help you out, happy to go on hikes with you and, and support you through that. So definitely don't feel too much pressure. Just enjoy the experience and know that you're gonna meet a lot of really cool, really friendly people. Now, other advice, if you don't have crippling anxiety and that's not a problem for you, probably the hikes I would recommend doing, I would do Dooley Knob a lot. People like to go to Dooley Knob. It leads to Ferry Peak. So that's the highest part of the island that you can hike to. People love going up there. It's, It's quick and there's really nice views, even though it's a little bit steep. It's also on the east side road. So a lot of people drive down that way. And they're gonna see your signs. So that's probably where I had the most people that just randomly showed up because they saw my sign. And that was that was I would have done that hike a lot more if I would have known how much traffic that area gets as far as hikers. I actually had my first couple of hikers on that hike. We hiked up to the top and by the end of it they told me I would have never done this hike if it wasn't for you guiding us through it. And talking about all the cool facts, they told me they would have just turned around because it was a little too steep for them. But they said they kept pushing since they were on a guided hike. So that was cool. Now, if you're going to be doing guided hikes in warmer weather, spring, summer, I would say stay away from Ladyfinger Point and Lakeside Trail. Those are beautiful trails and they have lots of cool stuff to talk about, but they are going to be covered in mosquitoes and so will you, unless you're doused in bug spray, which doesn't feel very nice. So try doing slightly higher elevation trails. Buffalo Point is great. Um, White Rock Loop gets pretty high. Knob Spur is also great if you want to stay away from the mosquitoes. So those are great trails. If you're going to be hiking in warmer weather, just bring a lot of water. Now, the last thing I'd like to add is don't be shy. So everybody at the park is really nice. I actually talked to to the park biologist, and now I'm planning to help out with a future project, which is going to be an Aspen Grove hopefully I can get a lot of help from in a capstone course at the U, putting that together. So there's lots of opportunities to take on your own projects and help out around the park. Also got to help out with the bison roundup. I got to chase after bison with the park employees. So that was super cool. That was a really cool adrenaline rush if you're into that. Um, So there's lots to do. Don't be afraid to talk to everybody at the park and everybody's really nice. I'd also like to say a huge thanks to Trish for helping me out so much with this internship. She helped me put up all the signs and helped me a lot with the advertising and all the advice I needed and moral support I needed, uh, throughout the whole thing. So that's it. Thanks for listening you guys.
0: All right. Many thanks to Noel for his service to the park and to my team last fall, his internship is over, but I hope that we'll see him again and often, um, out here at the park. If you are a local student or no one who is interested in sharing our natural resources through interpretation, Consider an internship at Antelope Island. It is a lot of fun and it's a great way to get your feet wet uh, in the Department of Natural Resources and uh, the Division of Parks. If you have any questions or topics that you'd like to hear about on the podcast, please send them to me at tackley at utah.gov. Antelope Island State Park is open daily from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m check out our website for current events and park conditions that is antelopeisland.utah.gov you can also find us on facebook at antelope island sp instagram at antelope island state park twitter at antelope sp and find our channel on youtube see you on the island